fuck are we talking about today? I don't know. What are we talking about? I heard that. I heard that. Oh, mine's been sitting right here this whole time. In frame. Guess what? Oops, not that page. Hold on. Guess what? Not that page. Hold on. Hey, T! Not that fucking page. Hold on. Thanks for is. signing my shit! Yeah! <laughs> That's how I wanted to start the episode anyway, so it's oh, good. <laughs> okay. Well, sorry I ruined that. Do you want to do it again? No, no, Here, no, no, no. I like it. I like it. Oh, okay. no, do it again. Hey, do D. Thanks for sending the shit. <laughs> you have it all fucking paged out to that. It's because it's like my. Oh, I do. I didn't mean it like that. Well, I flipped through all ten of the beginning pages. <sighs> Welcome back to Boost Interviewed, everyone. A little late, but that's fine. Whatever. Also, this is just a really pretty cover. I love the gold. Everybody I was, is like obsessed with oh, the here. UK yeah. cover, but the gold is a moment. What's the UK cover look like? BRB. Okay. Carrie. Yeah, the gold is a oh, moment. No, and then like that. the blue side, I don't know. It's just a, it's it's something. Oh, I've, I've seen that one. I don't know I which one I like better. I prefer this one. But like... I, I understand. Know. I mean, if you have all the UK covers of her books, they all match. Oh, do they really? Okay, I think they do. I might be they... thinking of Emily Henry. No, they do match. Yeah. So yeah, it makes sense if you have all her UK covers. But like, I think, I don't know. Something about the gold is really cool. They match a little bit more. Yeah, I could see that. But it is what it is. I like it. Not to jump around all over the place, but can we just talk about that post that you sent me about how someone thought that Daisy Jones had murder in it? I mean, this is, it's on, it's on, it's on, it's on theme. Topic. It's on theme. But yeah, what even, what even is that? We're going to give a shout out to a random page right now, just because we're on topic. It's the freaking page um, that's like Goodreads reviews, but they're like funny. What is that? Oh, that wasn't somebody's personal page? No, it's like uh oh, it's like a okay, meme good. page. Yeah, it's called Goodreads underscore reviews, and they post funny reviews. And this person posted a review of Davy So Whoa, I stroked out Daisy Jones and the Six. And <laughs> and it says, I know everybody loves this book. That 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 that, but I was so bored. Next sentence. Also, I don't know why I thought this book involved a murder. So <laughs> That's obviously hilarious because what? <laughs> but what it's also even? even more funny because I feel like aside from the fact that I was not bored while reading Malibu Rising, that was me in Malibu Rising. It is really true, though. Yeah, because like, I don't know, because I thought there was I thought it was a thriller that we were reading. So I was like, <laughs> who's going to fucking die? Where's the murder? So that's like funny to me. But I didn't I still loved Malibu Rising. After that's that's going to be your review of Malibu Rising, even though you already reviewed it. You're like. But like, where was the murder? <laughs> too good. Oh my too god! Good. So, just on that whole page, I'm. I just followed that page. It's um, funny. It's so funny. Someone reviewed "It Ends with Us" by Colleen Hoover, mm -hmm. and it throughout the book. This isn't spoiler because I know you're going to read it at some point. But they always talk about naked truths and like okay just be blatantly honest oh i and just it says, now it's time for my naked truth this book sucks with hard eyes oh my gosh well kari posted um this thing this I book know, post I saw and it, it was like do this instead of this 
it was like mm-hmm. this and that and i was like oh damn and then people were sounding off in the comments and they're like yeah it ends with us just me and i was like what the fuck and i'm like i'm gonna decide for myself i'll probably hate it but it's fine <laughs> it is what it, it is i don't know i'm like colleen hoover's like a in between she's for an me for yeah Goodreads. Oh, there it is. I followed it on the pod account on accident. So here we go. Oops. Oh, well, that's fine. I'm just scrolling now. There's one of the um, Hungry Caterpillar. And, <gasps> and pretty shallow critique of socialism, to be honest. <laughs> there's uh, one that says, um, there's no way this caterpillar is big enough for all this food or some shit like that. It was really funny. Oh, my God. They're quite hilarious. Morgan's distracted by this funny shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you read The Maidens? You read The Maidens, I made right? the, Yeah, I read The Maidens. I swear if he put one more obvious red herring in this book, I might have set it on fire. Oh, my God. That's accurate, though, to that one. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. We could make... You know what we should do as a totally different episode? Go through these and pick out books that we've read and talk about them. Oh, bonus on the, episode? Like, a good, yeah. Like, on the Goodreads. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I like we that. Could, we can write like that down can, on our list. Yeah our list of anyway. things sorry okay insert uh um oh my god why can't i think of anything never mind forget it insert what kind of flavor did you get today i got a caramel swirl coffee oh hello oh, kitty there's a cat in here Watch, <laughs> she's gonna jump up there mini all right do you want to talk about the things i guess what the hell else are we doing here i don't know i don't know either i don't know we're not yeah, she's like i'm done with these, girls, to these girls bullshit <laughs> so we got these how did we get these though um so i know we announced this last episode but if you're a new viewer <laughs> jesus h fuck. josh just came through and closed my door <laughs> if you're a new viewer hi josh look at him <laughs> he was just talking to me. um if you're a new viewer we went and went to our first ever author event was this your first ever author event yeah was first ever mine too and it was yep. for the queen tjr yeah and um she chatted it was like a like a what would you say a moderated event where it was a moderated event yeah where like i feel like those were questions that a lot of people had like that the moderator answered yeah asked. yeah and then it opened up to the audience and we got what like five or six questions five, yeah yeah it was only an hour-long event, which I feel like if I had to complain about one thing, I wish it was a little longer. Yeah, but... me too. But I also was kind of grateful it wasn't longer because we had to drive two hours back. We as in you. Yes. And well, yes, we. But yeah, I was like grateful and not grateful at the same time. But it was only thirty dollars for entrance and for a hard copy of Carrie Soto that was signed. Yeah, which I thought it was good. Like this, because I bought Finley Donovan knocks him dead. Mm-hmm. that's a hardcover and sign and it was 30 it was 30 yeah. so it's like that's a good deal so yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah an hour of her time in a hardcover signed copy of her book like and four that's hours a, of my life in a car with danielle that i'll never get back she had a great time let me tell you she thought it was funny as hell <laughs> that was the longest car ride of my life no way she had a great ass time don't let her lie to you her faces it was fun it was a it good was. day it was a it was good fun. It day. was a good day. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long trip, but I made it worth it because I was being annoying as balls. She was. 
I was oh talking like this the whole time. <laughs> but we played the license plate game. Yo, this was the best accomplishment of the day. <laughs> we started. So let's we st we live in New York. So we left New York and drove to Connecticut. So we went through, I think, Massachusetts and then Connecticut, right? Yeah, we had to go through Mass. So we went through two, well, three states, technically, if you count New York. Mm -hmm. And we started halfway-ish, a little bit more than halfway to the event. So we played because Danielle and I talked the whole time about books. And then we were like, okay, we ran out of things to talk about. Let's play the license plate game. We talked about and a lot of things. <laughs> we really did. Um, <laughs> anyway. And then we started, I think we had, it was about a two and a half hour drive there. And we had an hour left in the drive when we yeah. started playing. Yeah. And then we played all the way there and then the whole ride back, which was in the dark. So it's keep a that in mind. mission accomplished. How many did we get? Did I erase them? Oh, I think I erased them. No. I think it was like 15. Yeah, I think we got 15. I wanted to like share all the states we got. We got so many. We did. It was. It was and we're not making that up. No, it was a good accomplishment. That was great. It was fun. It was so fun. We were like, look at that truck. What's it say? <laughs> Morgan like almost killed us a few times because she's like, what's that license plate say? Yeah, I'm like, oh, what's that license plate? I'm like, Morgan, you're driving. <laughs> That's all right. We made it out fine. It was so fun. It was so, so fun. So outside of me talking in a weird voice and us playing the license plates game, we get there. And <laughs> I think we were both really freaking nervous and we we're like, what do we do? Because <laughs> we were there pretty early. We no, we got there. The doors opened at six. We got there at like five fifteen, and we were tenth in line. Yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah, we were pretty like early in the line. Like we were. I really expected people to be lining up. So I think after we got in line, I think a lot of other people started to file in after us. I wonder if they didn't know where to line up because, I mean, we followed that lady all the way fucking backwards around the building. Yeah, I know. We were directing all... us the right way. <laughs> Poor lady. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I just. But yeah, we were pretty early in line. We get in and we were standing there and then we ended up getting. So we had to say our name, whatever. I bought our tickets. So and then we got in. We were literally front row. Yeah. Literal front row. So we, we were front row. And just really quick, that was my first time that I've ever been to like a book event. Aside from being in Barnes and Noble. Oh yeah. There's us. Look at that picture. Oh yeah. Taylor's in the background right there. Yeah, you can see your little head peeping in the back. <laughs> <laughs> we got there and everybody around us was just talking about books. It was so like weird and like great in this like, Yeah, in the same way. I was just like, oh my God, do you think they'd care if I in interjected into their Kristen Hanna conversation <laughs> they're talking about how like the great alone destroyed them and I'm like <laughs> like hi I'm not listening to your conversation but I am <laughs> please let me join we want to be your friends it's even it's so funny though because after I went through and I hashed I went through hashtag TJR and I found everybody who went to that event creep. and I followed creep. them I followed them whatever You're a creep no, -uh, we made a new friend. But yeah, it was so freaking cool. We got front row. Morgan was like, didn't realize I was like, well, let's just sit right here. Right here. Oh, yeah. Let me see if I can find. I so, sent it to a bunch of people. But yeah, I was like, 
why don't we sit right here next to these two girls? And then there's literally front row and we're at like, and she's like, yeah, okay. And uh, yeah. So we sat there for a while, we chatted and then she came out and the lady asked questions and I'm like kind of mad though, because yeah, we're okay, right, really we're right there. The That's Morgan and the, and the green. I can't click on it because the story has since gone away also shout out lists because this is our messages <laughs> but yeah so we were literally right there it was crazy it was and she came out and she was honestly the sweetest person not that i expected her to not be but you just get nervous when you're meeting an author yeah that's a picture that danielle took like not zoomed well not it zoomed in little, no it was a little zoomed in but yeah we were, she was like, yeah. it was so close. I think I have a picture of the stage of it without, yeah, like that's not zoomed out. That's, that's not, zoomed, not in. zoomed in. Yeah. yeah. We had so, nobody in front of us. It was great. It was really cool. And like, I might have, I have a one problem. The moderator was a little aggressive. She was, she felt the need to commentate and respond to everything Taylor was saying. So Taylor would be like, yeah, so I really liked this writing this book because I wanted to empower women or something along those lines. And the moderator would be like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Instead of just nodding along and letting everybody in the room enjoy the experience. Yeah. She, she talking. It was really uncomfy, but like outside of that, she asked really good questions and I'm sure the bookstore put that together, but yeah, I don't think she was a bad moderator. That was just, that's what Danielle was talking about. She just did that for everything. Yeah. It was really weird. And she was just like the way she like spoke, when she did do it, it was like she was fangirling, which I'm sure that's how we sounded when we interviewed, interviewed Margarita Bonamore. But like, yeah, it was just like a little uncomfy. And I was like, this is weird. But I all I really yeah. and I like really appreciated that they let a bunch of people um, ask questions at the end. I thought that was really, really freaking cool. Yeah, I told um, Liz, like after I sent her that she was like, did you guys ask any questions? I was like, fuck no. Yeah, we're pussies. <laughs> we're too nervous. Fuck no, we didn't get up. I think Danielle, Danielle was, like whispered to me at one point, like, I wonder if they're going to ask about this. And I was like, put your hand up. Get up there. She was like, no. Yeah, no, I, probably, I wouldn't have done it. I would have shat my pants. Someone asked a really good question and I can't remember. I mean, they all were really good questions, but. I can't remember. I have, I have to say, so going into this. We're all over the place, per usual. But going into this um, meet and greet, I guess, Danielle had already read Carrie Soto. Yeah, I listened to the audio. I did not. So I was going into this. I knew I was getting Carrie Soto from this, so I figured I would read it. Um, hearing her talk about Carrie and hearing her talk about her story and the four-book saga and everything made me want to read this book as soon as I got home. I already wanted to prioritize it, but I wanted to get home and open it up and start reading it. And I'm pretty sure I did the next day. Yeah. She like, it's just, she just marked, I mean, like, she's obviously going to market her book really well, obviously. But the way she talked about Carrie and like empowering women and like basing it back to real life events and like the Olympics and Serena and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. It was just really cool to like listen to and just like, I don't know. I we, we were already fans of her before, but like. I think I'm an extra big, like, I like her even more after hearing her talk about, like, yeah, 
just like everything and her writing process and how she wants to write about like badass women and like how Carrie's a lot different than Daisy and a lot different Evelyn. than Evelyn and um and and, uh, yeah so like and she really is like we'll get she into really it really is we'll yeah, get into it when we talk about Carrie but like she's not lying <laughs> so it's just no. like it was really really cool and like it's so funny though because Morgan and I had different experiences because I read the book before I got there because mm-hmm. I got the the ALC and uh I loved it and it was so good and I was like oh my god I can't wait to hear her listen about this and she would say things I'm like yep that makes sense mm-hmm. and Morgan's like I don't understand <laughs> Morgan's and like, also oh. I've only read Malibu Rising and Evelyn. So I also have not read Daisy. Yeah, she hasn't met Daisy yet. I haven't met Daisy. But knowing, I guess I knew, I knew that they were all in the same universe. But hearing her talk about them being a saga of badass women makes me want to read Daisy more. Because I've tried to start Daisy twice. And it just doesn't grasp me in like the first couple pages it's nothing like i'm not reading it and i'm like oh my god this is annoying i'm just not hooked into reading the first page and danielle thinks i'm gonna hate it anyway so that doesn't really make me yeah it it just concerns me because it's like very music heavy and like you thought i was not gonna like carrie soto because it was very sports heavy sports heavy so you were wrong about that that's true but it's different like it's different and I don't know. There's just something about it I don't think you're going to like. And well, we'll I think and I also think it's like a slower start. Like you have to get into Mm -hmm. it. So before you can actually get to like the meat of Daisy, I like Daisy. I I think Carrie is my new favorite. But before Evelyn was my favorite. So since you've read all four out of the four, unless this just was the answer, what's your favorite book out of the four? Oh, Carrie. I think it would okay. be Carrie, Evelyn, Malibu, then Daisy. Okay. So that you just said yeah. that previously. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're fine. It's fine. It's just like, but I, but I, it's just, I like the way this one's written. And I think I like, um, it, I feel like it hits more with me because it's an athlete and I was an athlete growing up and all throughout college. And I totally understand like the coaching and then like, being determined to win and like all the Mm -hmm. things to like make your like i don't know it's cool i like her and she's like we'll talk about her more and stuff but but yeah yeah but um no one asked about like movie the evelyn hugo movie and like the that's what your question was yeah no one asked about like anything about the daisy jones and the six tv show that's coming out and like Mm -hmm. her and like if she has her hands in it and if she's gonna like if she's gonna have an appearance in the tv shows or like uh like anything like that and i was so sad because i was like that shit's coming out soon is it it's i think davy daisy jones literally just stopped filming recently so it should be dropping either next year or like holiday show tv show okay hold on let's see oh i didn't know they casted people already yeah it's already casted and it's like they just wrapped filming not too long ago yeah interesting very very pretty cast Mm -hmm. let's see but yeah 
I'll start that shit and never finish it like I did in, <laughs> like Stranger Things. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so behind. I just recently, very off topic, I'm a Grey's Anatomy fanatic. Mm-hmm. Once I get hooked on it, like I'm all, well, I like to say I'm caught up. Um, I didn't realize that they're on like season fucking 18 or 19 and I am very much behind on that. And I just watched an episode recently and I was like, I got to get back into this. Didn't get back into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just too much TV to watch. They drop shit so fast. And I'm like, can we take a break? Like, I know. I got to catch up here. Like Mass Singer. Yeah, that's coming out Wednesday. This fucking Wednesday? This coming Wednesday. (laughs) We haven't even finished the last season. Yeah, it's coming on Wednesday. It's not like you have to watch the last season for... No, but I want to because I, I still haven't gotten anybody right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I can't remember what that girl asked, but it was the last question. And it was a really fucking good question. Whatever. I don't remember. Whatever. But yeah, it was a really cool event. If there's ever an author event near you um, and you're on the fence about it, fucking go. It's really cool. And like, usually they're free. Like there's author events near us today at 2:45 yeah there's a huge like writers thing going on at the U-, U of A and uh the author of Vlad's going to be there we're not going and like the guy author the guy who wrote Paradox Hotel I don't know if you know who that is but mm-hmm. I don't know his name but I know the you book see yeah. that yeah but like they're going to be in in our home area and there's just like this huge author event going on but yeah Danielle just told me that um right now <laughs> i didn't know about it yeah it's today it started at 10 30 and it's going all day and there's like a bunch of things happening at the university so. did you know that there was such a thing as book con okay i looked that shit up and it's only uh, like romance authors and they're like i looked at all of the really yeah i looked at all of the unless i'm thinking of a different one but i was looking up i looked at the authors and like i only knew like five of them out of like the 70 that were going to be there and they're all romance authors like colleen hoover was the biggest name that i saw oh well okay so my coworker told me we were she just tells me a bunch of things when we get together and she's like oh you and your friend that like enjoy reading books should go and go to book con and i was like i didn't know there was such thing as a book like book con oopsie daisies I- <laughs> and she said that she i think she went like before covid so it was a while ago but she had gone and like hillary clinton's daughter was there kevin hart was there what the he hell? wrote a book so yeah you're saying all these um oh okay no yeah i was looking at a different one so this girl i follow was freaking out because she's going to this event in texas and it was a book event and the only people that were going was romance authors. And I was like, like, I like a good romance, but like, I didn't know any of these authors. And they're like smart yeah. romance authors. Ugh. Yeah. I was like, no, thanks. Excuse me. I didn't mean that, but I did. <laughs> Where is this? I think it's in New York City. I mean, that's not far from us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry when i just pull up my this is just a chaotic episode when i just pull up my like news like i just go into microsoft edge or whatever this is 
and it said my news says Georgia woman using KFC drive through finds five hundred and forty three dollars in cash under her sandwich. Oh, lit! <laughs> I gotta find out what she did with it. <laughs> this is life. This is bonus episode for sure. She returned it. Oh, good for her. No, good karma's coming her way. She's gonna win a million oh. now. That was her good karma. Oh, and ten cents. Good for her. I wonder if she, I wonder <laughs> she kept the ten cents. <laughs> the the most important part of the story. Did she keep the ten cents? Oh shit, something's happening. No, no, no. Uh, now I feel bad for saying she fucking returned it because it was the restaurant's daily deposit. Oh, like dang. someone going to the bank to deposit, put it in her bag, which that's weird okay weird yeah um the cash was enough to pay off her electricity bills and her husband suffered strokes and is battling cancer and she returned it oh what the the good people in this world and then there's us we're like i'm fucking taking that money (laughs) kfc reportedly refunded her money who's oliver hold on oliver money all of her no, Oliver is her last name. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Oliver paid for her lunch and gave her a free meal. What? Well, for re- for returning five thousand dollars, so she five, got her no, twenty hundred. Oh, okay. So she got her twenty dollar meal for free. Yeah, she'll get her good karma. Don't worry. The we world, KFC the world, today. the world. Okay. I mean, I'll fuck up a, a famous bowl. <laughs> no, I just need to get 500 bucks. That's all. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Do yeah, you want to yeah, talk yeah. about fucking Carrie Soto? <laughs> I'm really sorry to our listeners. Yeah. So um, Carrie Soto, let's yeah. start with the fact that we are going to talk spoilers. So if you have not read Carrie Soto, go read it. Come back and listen to this episode. And then listen. Yeah, because yes. we're going to ruin the fuck out of this book. Not ruin. We are. But like, we, well, we're going to talk spoilers. And yeah, we're going to talk spoilers. Nobody and wants if you, to be spoiled. Yeah, if you if you uh, haven't read it, seriously, go read it before you listen to this. Yeah. Because Oops. we're going to absolutely, absolutely talk the whole thing. Yeah. So, <sighs> to start, what did you rate this book? Oh, I gave it a five. Me too. Yeah. It's so good. It's so, so good. I like... I... Go ahead. Oh, I just loved it so much. And like I just like I said before, it's just because I like really appreciated that she was an athlete and that it was she had a love story in it. But it was mostly about her and her independence and her her journey with sports and like tennis and becoming the greatest tennis player alive. And like her she was just like single minded, like there wasn't anything to get in her path. And I just loved that. She was just like, she knew what she wanted and she went for it and she didn't care who got in her way. And she w- was like genuinely herself the whole time. Mm-hmm. Never changed. She was always her, her bitch ass self. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Um, I can tell you that before. So I enjoy Taylor Jenkins reads Taylor Jenkins jenkins reads books um i am not up to date on all of her books i am not like trying to rush into reading all of her books if that makes sense no i get it and when we got like when we signed up for this thing i was like okay cool i'm gonna get carrie soto i probably won't read it right away because whatever after listening to her talk about it i instantly came home and wanted to pick it up and finished it in about two or three days 
Um, so with that being said, <laughs> I am now on the train of wanting to finish all of her books or at least like get the my hands tr- on the, them. Like the four the, books. Yeah. Because now, I mean, I still have your copy of Daisy, so maybe I'll read it eventually. But <laughs> going into this book, I was like, it's like, I don't really know what to expect. And plus, you were thinking that I wasn't going to love it. So I was a little nervous, but I really enjoyed how carefree she was. And at one point when she was like being a bitch... And her dad was like, you gotta not do that. And she's like, you made me this way. So fuck off. Like, she didn't say that, but <laughs> she was thinking it. She probably she was, was thinking it. I'm surprised she didn't say it, but I did enjoy her relationship with her father a lot. Me too. Me freaking too. Keep going though. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have you lead this conversation because you also read Carrie more recently than I did and you mm-hmm. read it and I listened. So there's going to be a lot of things yeah. that I'll be like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. If people are watching, my nose is just itching so fucking much. I'm not picking it. I promise. It's literally just like right here. It's just so bad. Anyway. <laughs> um, I loved that there were a lot of characters in the book, but there also weren't like there were extra characters, the, the competitors that she was going against her um it was her manager right yeah, her like Gwen, manager Gwen. agent lady yeah. yeah and then her dad and it was just like she ha- her mom i think died early oh yes her mom yeah her mom passed like within the and first she was a few kid. yeah yeah um so she just had her dad and her dad was a huge tennis player coach and then he was like, I need you to be the best of the best. And then that's how she turned into Carrie Soto. Essentially, he made her He made her into this learn. huge, yeah. He made her train at such a young age. And she just wanted to strive to be the best of the best. And then when she retired with, like, I don't remember what it was offhand, but she had, like, the most amount of wins of, like, a U.S. Open or, yeah, or she... like, a... There's some crazy amount of things. Claimed 20 Grand Slam titles. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. And then she retired. And then the tennis world obviously continues. Doesn't stop when she retires. And then this up and coming person, Nikki Chan, is out to break her record. So she's like, well, nobody can take it away from me. I need to come back. And then I almost loved that she wasn't able to jump right back into it. She had her issues and, you know, it wasn't like, oh, my God, she's the best and she's always going to be the best. No, she came back when she was in her late 30s and was. She's not in shape for it. She, like, wasn't in her tip top shape anymore because she's been retired. Right. And her dad's like, okay, you're going to run 10 miles. And she's like, what? (laughs) Yeah. In the sand, too. She's like, he's like, (laughs) yeah, she's like, what? And she hated it so much. And he's like, yep, go do it. Um, I'm trying to think of like the big key parts. Obviously, the bigger key parts that I really, really loved are at the end. But I'm mm-hmm. trying to make my way through the book. Well, so her um, dad and her had a fight in her initial upcoming as the best. And she dropped him as a coach. Yeah. And she didn't. So she she like ended up dropping her dad as a coach. <clears throat> and this was like a huge thing about her like 
comeuppance and like whatever. So this man she met ended up being her coach. And I can't remember who this man was. It was um whatever, this guy. And then as soon as she started to like lose, he like dropped her and was like, yeah, you're not, not the greatest anymore. Lars? Does that sound right? I can't remember. It could be Lars. Yeah. I think it, yeah, was, it Lars. was Lars. Yeah, it was Lars. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's after she dropped her dad and then the guy called. Or no, she called him up and was like, I need a new coach. Yeah. And like, that was a really like, it kind of shows Carrie's character and like what she wants and like, mm-hmm. um, the relationship between her dad and her and like obviously it's better in present time and while she's actually like in mm-hmm. real life trying to retrain and stuff like that and she i think she essentially was like dad i'm so sorry like i can't believe i did that to you and all that stuff and like i don't know i've been coming i've come to find that i really like i've been liking stories that are like a sister main character story or a brother sister main character story or like father mother you know what I mean? Like it, okay. like a relationship story that's like... Like familial? Yeah, but like it's not like family drama. It's like a story that's like them having a better relationship or their relationship growing. Yeah. I love stories like that and I'm so drawn mm-hmm. to them and I think they hit so well. Um, Like this is one. And I loved yeah. Carrie and her dad. That's whole story of them and like, oh my gosh, it's so good. It's... Yeah, and the faith that he had in her, too, of, like, I know that you can do it. And he wasn't just saying that because he was her dad. He was saying it because he trained her, and he would tell her if he thought she could do it or not. Right, yeah, he was honest with her, and she's like, I need you to tell me, Dad. I need you to tell me that I suck balls. And he's like... But then she got pissed off when she wasn't. (laughs) Yeah. And she got pissed off when he did tell her the truth and was like, no, I don't think you can do it. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, well, what the fuck? But that's, like, it, like you got to think about it, and this is just, like, coming from my, like, my, my mom said while I was playing volleyball that I sucked. I got mad at her. But, like, that's just, like, a fam. Like, this is just the dynamic it is. And, like, I I get it because, like, when I was playing volleyball and my mom was watching me, like, mm-hmm. she would be like, yeah, it was a really bad game. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> I didn't yeah, I don't need to be reminded. Thank you. Yeah, and you're like, oh, and, like, you're frustrated and you're mad because you played the crap, but then, like, and you have your mom being like, yeah, you played like crap. And you're like, damn it. And like, I get it. It makes sense. And like, that's the thing. Like, she really represented this relationship really well. And I was like, mm-hmm. I get it. I just get it. Because like, I was an athlete. Not like a pro fucking athlete. But like, I played col- like throughout college and high school. So like, it makes, it just makes sense. Yeah. And I feel her. I feel, I love Carrie. Because like, she's just doing the thing that she was made to do. And like, and she didn't give a shit who she offended. Like, no, she really didn't. And we can talk about too the fact that in this exclusive whatever meet and greet thing, Taylor said that the original name of this book was "The Bitch Is Back." Yes. Oh, and I'm so mad. And she was like, "Yeah, the publishers were not about it." And I was like, "Oh, so I kind of like Carrie Soto is back better though because like you know Carrie Soto was in. Malibu Rising yeah. mm-hmm. briefly but she was 
And then that kind of carries over, like it overlaps in a timeline in this book, which we all know that happens in her saga. Um, but if it said the bitch is back and then it like on the cover said or in the, the description said Carrie Soto, I probably wouldn't have made the connection. I made right the away. connection. Yeah. 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 I think that's probably why they're like, well, how about this? So, yeah. But when that line hit in the book, because it does, it says, the yeah, bitch is back in their like yeah. news headlines. I like I was like, yeah. I don't know. It's just her being like this like super bitchy person really didn't bother me at all. Not once. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was really cool and like how different Carrie was from her other main characters was so freaking sweet and I loved it. I just thought it was so cool. Like they're all badass women, but like Carrie's In so different, ways. different. She's so different. Like she doesn't she wasn't like not that the other girls were fueled with like a romance, but romance was kind of heavy in those books. Kind mm -hmm. of. Kind of and kind of not. But like Carrie's just so much different than the other girls. And I loved that. And I was so into it. I was like, this is so different. It felt different. And like the writing style is obviously the same, but just something about the way yeah. the plot is, the story, it just felt so, so like different and unique. And I loved it. And Taylor even said too that she wrote this book. And I think somebody asked a question about like, somebody asked a question or maybe the narrator did or the moderator um, had asked like, how do you expect people? This is not word for word. I'm. Is it about, is it the it book club question? No, it oh. was um, saying how, like what gave her the idea to write a book about somebody who was disliked so much in Malibu oh, rising. Yeah. And she was like, did you guys ever think like maybe Brandon just should not have cheated and like Carrie did not do anything wrong? And obviously like, yes, that makes sense. But in my head, I was like, oh, she's going to be, she's going to be a big like bitch. She's going to be a big <laughs> character. Okay. Like, yeah, let me read it now. Yeah. It's so good. Um, but um, going back to that, another girl asked like, what's a, What's a question book, yeah. that, yeah, what's a question I should ask my book club? Because we're reading this for our book club. And she was like, yeah, ask them when's the first time you thought Carrie was a bitch and when's the last time you thought she was a bitch or something like that. Or like, did it change? Did you like her by the end of the book or did you at least understand her by the end of the book or something? Yeah, like something that? like that. And I was like, dang. I mean, yep. Yeah, I thought she was like, I mean, it wasn't even like, yeah, she was a bitch, but I liked it the whole way through. I didn't hate it once. I don't think I hated it either. I don't know, though, if I if we didn't go to that and hear her talking so much about like the female empowerment, if I would have gone about it a different way and been like, wow, Carrie's really annoying. That's true. That is true. Maybe you would have had different feelings about it. But... but. I really enjoyed her. I really enjoyed that she didn't give a single shit about anything that people were saying. And I also loved later on in the book where she was going against Nikki at the, I think it was like one of the end chapters. She was going against Nikki and they had to take the break. Yeah. And they were both in like the lockers and Nikki, like I loved their, their relationship. Yeah. I really did yes. because they were like, they, sh Nikki was the first person that Carrie truly realized she could potentially make a friend out of. Yeah. Even if they were, um, rivals in a mm -hmm. sense and when they were in the locker room they were like being nice but talking shit 
Yes. Like they were just like, okay, good luck beating me. You're going to have to pry it from my dead hands. And then Nikki was like, okay, yeah, I, I'll take it from your dead body. Like they were just like being bitches to each other, but I really enjoyed how they went back and forth. And then, um, oh my God, I had a point that I was just going to make about that interaction between her and Nikki and how like, I just loved, I loved their friendship if you could call it a friendship throughout the entire book their relationship i I guess yeah i think it was a friendship it was like i think it was like i don't know it was a good friendship though because like it kind of made carrie like she kind of had an arc from that friendship a little bit you know she did it like helped her soften oh i remember what i was gonna say because everybody was talking shit about Carrie mm-hmm. and they were like, everybody's saying such great things about you because like you're out to beat me. And she's like, no, they're not. They're out. And like, she was seeing a totally different side of the news. Nikki was seeing how people were saying, there's no way she's going to beat Carrie. Carrie's the best and saying that she didn't deserve it or like whatever it was. But then Carrie's seeing Nikki's going to take it from you. You're just old and worn out. You're a battle ax. You're not good for this. Like just leave. So they were both seeing different sides of the news that were, like, both putting them down, which is making them grow in a sense. Yeah. And, like, I think that's also how they came together, too. It's, like, they both know what they want, and they both are fighting for the same thing. And that's, Mm -hmm. like, it develops a friendship that's, like, unique. Right. Yeah. And, like, and then, like, Bo, and, like, I liked Bo, too, because he, like, he was a good love interest because he was also kind of, like, a stubborn asshole like her and it he had a good character arc i think too i agree and like i don't know i just really liked him and i liked that he wasn't the central piece of the story you know like you know how sometimes like things can be like solely focused on the romance and forget about like her being like this badass woman who's like trying to get her title back from nikki mm-hmm. chan and stuff like that it didn't make it bad you know what i mean it was like a good addition yeah well it also she wrote both of their characters they obviously practiced together her and Bo did and then they went and each did their respective like yeah matches. they like were yeah <clears throat> competing in their own matches but then Bo didn't make it as far as she did like yeah. he didn't outshine her to be like oh i'm a man and i'm better yeah like carrie was yeah. still the better in the two of them and I really liked that it wasn't outshined by this male tennis player to be like, well, he's a man, so he's going to play better. Yeah. No. And he was a man who had anger issues. I mean, he threw temper tantrums when he lost, mm-hmm. would like break rackets. And he also had that character arc that Javier taught him to be like, you can't do that. You got to not do that on the court and i think in his last match that he did he was like okay yep yeah like he shook the guy's hand and let the and then people were like cheering him on even though he lost yeah goosebumps good parts these are good parts yeah and then well since we're on the we're on the the rant about characters let me just tell you when that part happened i We're talking about the same thing, right? We're talking about Javier. Yeah, we're talking about Javier. So when the part happened that they were like, I think they were on the plane, right? They were on the plane and they got up to like get off the plane and she turned to look for her dad and her dad like fell on the ground. That part was the end. And it was like, and my dad, like 
then my dad fell or like was on the ground and she went running like i have goosebumps right now yeah uh-huh. that happened i was just reading and i was like okay this is gonna be the next couple matches all right and then i was sitting on my beanbag right here and i gasped so loud and i was like okay i need to put the book down because i swear to god if something happens to this man i'm gonna lose my shit and guess fucking what <laughs> this man dies yeah yeah that broke my heart that legit broke my heart i was so sad when he died i was like oh my god but i think it worked and it worked so well because it did carrie had to like continue to work without guidance from her dad even though she like she did but didn't because he left a notebook i thought that notebook was so fucking cute especially when he was like he wrote that like she could beat nikki yeah Carrie can beat her. Ugh. It was Just, so good. Ugh. I, t- I stopped. I was reading. I think it was my day off. I was reading and I texted Danielle and I was like, her dad fucking dies? Are you kidding me? And I was like, yep, she's there. <laughs> Because Aww. she just was like, they were having, like, it was at the point where her she stopped hiding Bo and their relationship from her dad. So he stayed the night. They got up. They had their routine. And she was like, hmm, my dad's not awake. Let me go check on him. And he was dead in bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she just, I think she knew it before she opened the door. She was like, he's usually up. Let me go check on him. Prepared herself. Opened the door. And he was. Yeah, he passed. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah that hurt a lot yeah that really Uh, god i have a tangent to go on okay you know how i say that i enjoy books that destroy me so when he died i literally experienced the feeling of finding out that someone i knew passed like you know when you get that really like deep feeling in your gut and you like you don't start crying but you're just like, yeah, like you're your like whole body hurt. just shuts down and your heart is like broken. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Am I okay? Yeah. That happened. And I was like, hmm, this is probably like why I my body is just so fucked up because I read books that put me through this. And then my body's like, bitch, are we all right? Like, yeah. what's going on? Why are you losing so many people? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, that's like you connected with the, that character so deeply that like when he passed, you're like, holy hell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't that long of a tangent, but I just remember sitting there and I was like, my heart hurts. Like, I feel like I just found out that my dad died. Yeah. Minus the like obvious, like reaction of crying and being very, very, very upset that would happen if that were to happen. But just the like, the like, it's like the bodily reaction yeah. to yeah. like getting bad news, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Yes, listening to that, I was like, oh, no. And then, like, I just, like, couldn't stop listening after that. I was like, I need to know what happens. What's going to happen? Oh, my God. Her dad's dead. Why? Her dad died. What the fuck? I think I had to reread that, too, because I, like, sometimes when I read, we know I'm a fast reader. Sometimes when I get going and I'm reading fast, I'm skimming. Not skimming and, like, skipping over words, but, like, I'm reading sentences really fast. And if I feel like they're fillers, I'm like, okay, yep, like, get to the point. So I was reading through that and I don't think I comprehended the first time what happened. And then I was like, wait, no. And then I read it back slower and I was like, oh, damn, this happened. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Also, don't fucking look at me like that. (laughs) 
Okay. But yeah, no, that part hit hard. And then, and then, so she, like, she finds his notebook of pointers and stuff and this how she's going to win and like all this stuff. And it's got like, and I loved the audiobook because like she would be playing and then she would think about the notebook and it would be in his voice mm-hmm. and it was so good. And I loved, oh, I love oh that. my God, it was so good. And then like, you know how like they had like the chapters where they would be like a sports broadcast. Mm-hmm. It was in other people's voices and they had music that like, you know, when the news comes in, there's like this yeah. music that comes in and it was like sports music and then they would start talking and then it would like fade into the next chapter and it was so freaking good i loved it the audio is fucking amazing and like interesting oh man it was really good like if if you want to reread it i highly suggest like like next year if you want to like i want to reread carrie soto fuck it like listen to it yeah yeah. listen to it it's so good i was like i like read it so fast because i was like it was like watching a sports documentary it kind of was in in the way that you described that some chapters were legit. Okay, she hit the ball and hit to the back corner. Okay, now it's 14 14, 14 like whatever the 14 score is. love whatever. Yeah. Um but what? And the like chapters were dated. Like it was legit. Like I don't know. What are you going to say? <laughs> no, I'm getting a spam like spam discord messages right now and they're popping up in my corner and i'm reading them and listening to you and i didn't know what the fuck was going on um so i don't know where my thought was going i'm sorry anyway yeah but it was like literally watching a sports documentary like it's like you see her you get like you get the point of view of her playing and then you've got like outside of her life with these sports anchors talking about her mm-hmm. journey and then you've got like yeah it's really cool and then you've got like you see um nikki chan like talking to her and and then you've got like Bo, and you've got javier and oh my god it's so mm-hmm. good and then the ending oh my gosh when she starts training nikki and being her coach you missed a big part first wait go ahead go ahead no, you you can tell it. Oh, I was just going to say, listening to the audio and how um, it says, like, it's just talking about Nikki and Carrie, like, the mat, like, them, I don't know what's yeah, happening, it's match. a match or whatever. Yes. But, like, the last sentence says, I sit forward, praying with all my might as Nikki pulls back and swings, and then it just ends. Was oh, okay. So, so good audio. I literally part- was like... The part that I was talking about, hap- like, that happened right before that was in their match. Mm-hmm. I actually liked that she lost. Oh, yeah. That's important. So that's <laughs> that's what happened. Her and Nikki were going against each other. And she lost. And she was like, you know what? I played a hell of a game. I know that my dad would be proud. And you know what? This is I'm going to retire. This this, this is, is it. it. Yeah. And her and Nikki were, like, that's where their, like, friendship, I guess, started. And then instead of retiring and just staying away from tennis, she ended up training Nikki. Yes! Oh. So that, like, she was her coach. Yeah. And that was a big important part. I'm kind of glad that she didn't have this, like, oh, my God, I won. Now what? Because then if she won, 
Nikki would have just been going and then would have beaten her score again. Yeah. It kind of worked that she beat her score against her. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of like this whole like it was like whole a circle lear- thing. Yeah, it was like a learning thing and like mm-hmm. you don't have to be the best to be the best kind of thing. Like you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're the best in your time and you're the best that you are and you've built mm-hmm. yourself to be this best that's your in your own world. Not out in like yes. uh, relatively in the whole world, but you're the best you've built for yourself kind of deal. Yeah. And I think I also really enjoyed Nikki's character. Outside of Carrie, I think Nikki might have been my favorite character mm-hmm. because she understood that there was this rival rivalry between them. But then when she found out that Carrie's dad died, she sent her flowers and she was like, re- like she was like, nice about it but she also said if you're gonna back out because your dad died i want to know that i beat you fair and square so i'll back out so it was like a nice thing but she also also was like i still want to crush you (laughs) but she even said like you are the reason why i'm able to play tennis you are the reason why i do this and you're not even recognizing that i am a good player and i need that from you like i want my person that i looked up to to realize that I am better than them and I'm here because of them. And it was like such a really great, I think, learning thing for Carrie. Yeah. To realize like mm. Nikki's not out to just take her, her um, record. She's out to set the path that she already set. Mm-hmm. If I'm making sense, like Carrie didn't realize that she did all of this work just so Nikki could do all of this work and Nikki did it because of her and is like looking up to her. She thought that Nikki was just like, yeah, fuck you. I just want to take it from you. No, she did it so she could prove to herself and to Carrie, who is the person who like she built, like literally grew up watching and like was inspired to play tennis because of her. It's so cool. Like it's such a good story. And there's so many like arcs, like there's a bunch of character arcs and like, it's, oh, it's just so good. Oh, it really was. Mm, I really loved it this book so much i still need to read daisy i don't necessarily know which my favorite is because i gave malibu rising evelyn and this this book all fives it's not like i gave one a four one a 4.5 and that a five yeah i also gave them all fives they're all just so good and like they're not even like the same novel they're all so different they're all so different world's different they're all just so not the same but they're all in the same universe Mm -hmm. which is insane to me this freaking girl yeah. is an insane writer. It like, and I'm like, I'm a fangirl. Fuck it, I know I am. But like, nothing wrong with that. She's such a good writer. Like, if you haven't read a Taylor Jenkins read book, freaking just do it and like start with Evelyn. I feel like that's the beginning of the whole series. Daisy Jones. Oh no, Evelyn is. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. I it's... forgot that the time because uh, Evelyn was my first, and then. I read Malibu Rising and I was like, oh my God, they're together. Mm-hmm. Like they're together in a sense. I think. Fuck me. What the hell was I just going to say? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You oh, s- okay. Sorry. I remembered. So obviously Brandon was in this book. Yeah. And they mentioned um, Mick Riva, Nina Riva's father briefly. Yep. And then. At one point, when Carrie was going to one of the matches, she said she brought along Daisy. a copy of Daisy Jones on the Six yeah. to read because she wanted to. I think she said she was just curious about who slept with who or something like that. Like it was some sort of comment. It was later on in the book, but I caught that and I was like, oh shit. Okay. So, like, 
Um, it all connects. Thank you. My brain is not working right now. Yeah, it's it's it. really freaking cool how she connects. And they're, like, connected in the smallest ways. It's not even, yes. like, huge things. It's just tiny, like tiny, tiny things. More. Me too. It's just, like, interesting to pick up on little things like that. Mm. Okay. Um, I try to call myself. The round of 16 is tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow morning I will practice with my father. So tonight this this quiet is my respite. The book I brought is an unauthorized biography of Daisy Jones and the Six. I'm only reading to see who slept with who, but I can't focus. That's crazy. I didn't even pick up on that when I was listening because, like, you don't pick up on certain things when you read. Yeah. And if you're not, if you're, like, doing something else and listening to it, some yeah. things you miss. Yeah. Was good. Was Such a good book. so good. Ah, right oh, it was so good. She just kills it when she writes books. Like... It makes me sad that this is like she did say, but I don't know. She could change her mind. She did say this is the last in the, in the thing. During our she event. did also say something about enjoying, a certain time period, mm -hmm. and that she wanted. She's like, who knows? Maybe I'll write something. I don't remember what it was. It wasn't like a hint at anything. I think she was just being honest of like maybe there'll be more, but this is the planned last. Yeah. Which, but I don't remember what it was. I don't think she'll stop. Like I don't think this is like her saying like, "Oh, I'm done writing books." I just think that like this, that this whole saga thing, is done. yeah, like this whole universe she built. This is the last of the universe, right? And I kind of like that she released them in order, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not like she released Evelyn and then Carrie Soto and then Daisy and then like she released them in order, kind of to make it easier on the reader too. Yeah, if you're gonna be reading them in that order it also made me think like she like read evelyn and then she got inspired by somebody in evelyn and then that pulled mm -hmm. daisy and then she got inspired by some by and it's like yeah it's cool mm -hmm. it was very good i think if you have not picked up this book yet you definitely should if you haven't picked up a taylor jenkins read yet definitely Pick up Evelyn. Start with Evelyn so you yeah. will understand all of the things going through the through. whole. Yeah. It's so because good. Because there are just small, 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 small characters that overlap in each book. And yes, we just talked about them. But if you made it this far and you haven't read Taylor Jenkins Read yet, start with Evelyn. And it's Evelyn, Daisy, Malibu, Malibu Rising, Carrie Soto. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And the, just the way she connects her characters is freaking bananas so and like you said they're small things it's not like they bump into each other and they become best friends and then they overlap greatly it's literally like yeah like mick they met in a bathroom one time and yeah. they're telling a story about it later or right. like mick is nina's dad and then and evelyn's, evelyn's like boyfriend once husband oh husband husband right yeah. right right but it was like a like a quick husband <laughs> It was a quick husband. Yeah. It was like a very overlooked thing too. I mean, that was the first one. So I didn't know to be picking up on these things, but if I reread Evelyn, which I probably should, but yeah. And Mick shows up in Daisy and I can't remember how, but he shows up in Daisy. Mm, okay. So Mick is kind of Mick is the in arc. every single one. Yeah. Mick is the man that made this whole, un I mean, he didn't make the universe, but he was, he was a big part of everyone. He was a big part of everyone. And it's also like, he's the worst well, yes, but he, so Evelyn existed and she was the first like 
bad bitch out there. And then I can't speak for Daisy, but I'm assuming she's another bad bitch. And then Nina isn't really like a bad bitch, but she's she's a strong ass female. She's a strong woman. Yes. Yeah. I would say, and I would say the same for Daisy. I okay. Like I think that like comparing all four of them, I would say that Carrie and Evelyn are the most badass and like like don't give a people, shit yeah people who like you would want to be a woman to look up not that like daisy but like once you read daisy you'll understand but like okay she's a strong ass female but she's a rock star so okay you'll see when you read it eventually but yeah. like and we could like, probably do a, an episode if i read them all like if i just read daisy then we talk about which the true, char- the, like the, the characters and each and yeah that could be a planned episode eventually yeah eventually but yeah this was really good and i don't want to be the person who brings up the drawback on these things but i don't agree with any of it and whatever you can come at me and cancel me but whatever yeah i don't know if we'll get into that on here just just to keep it off from there but i don't keep it off from there but there is a lot if you would like to look up there is a lot of um hate going around on this book specifically but i feel like taylor jenkins reads books have gotten hate um i understand it but i don't understand it at the same time and again we're not here to get in on it get political get whatever but these are just amazing books very empowering women in them and that should be enough yeah, that should literally be enough. That's such a good point. That should literally just be enough that it is. It doesn't matter if it's in the... I saw a review, and I'm not trying to come for anybody, but this person reviewed Carrie Soto and was like, it wasn't real enough. Is this the one that DNF'd it? Yeah. This I'm person sorry? D- DNF'd it at what, 19%? And 19%. Said, and said that Carrie was not likable. It wasn't even accurate to tennis and something else and And danielle and i were just she suggested a bunch of other books to read and they were like i'm like this is a fiction novel ma'am you can please clear the room (laughs) (laughs) but i mean danielle and i you know maybe more about tennis than i do i don't know anything about tennis. i don't know shit about tennis (laughs) but it's not like it's very sports heavy but it's not it's really not the book was like okay, I, I hit a ball to the back corner. This is the score. Okay, she hits one to me and this is the score. Yeah. It wasn't, and I don't mean that in a choppy way, but it wasn't like I arc my ball so it hits in the back corner and I shuffle to the left so I can back her. Like, it it's wasn't- It's not, yeah, it didn't it use terms that. that were confusing. Yeah. Yeah, and it right. like wasn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were looking for a sports biography, don't read that. Like, it's not real. It's a fucking fictional book. Like, of course, it's not right. going to be accurate. Yeah. It's fucking fiction. <laughs> yeah. And Danielle and I are just here for a good time. So we enjoyed the books. We'll read anything. I don't care. Like, we're not going to be opposed to like, I don't know. It's just so confusing to me. I'm like, if you wanted something accurate to tennis, read a biography. Hello? Right, and that's what that girl suggested. If you want something accurate to tennis, read a biography. This is not a biography. We don't know if it's accurate to tennis, but it didn't seem not accurate. I mean, no. for someone who doesn't know anything and has, like, watched tennis, yeah, it made sense in my head. But, like, I guess if we read a book about, about volleyball and it was yeah not accurate, then maybe it would annoy us. 
I don't know. I, I wouldn't be fucking mad about it. <laughs> I might have. I might be. Honestly, I don't know. we know how I am. But, yeah. <laughs> but I. But on that term, though, I did learn a lot about tennis because I did not know there were so many different courts. Like I didn't know there was a grass court I. or like, yeah. and there was a clay court, and then there was like, uh, I don't know. There's another. There's like clay, grass, and like. I don't know. There was another type, and I didn't know that was a thing. I was like, "Whoa, you learn something new!" But yeah, you definitely it's, learn um, a lot of tennis too. Turf, turf. I don't fucking know. There's like gravel. Is it gravel? Yes, yeah, I think. It's I think gravel. You're right. So, and like she was, and I was like, it was interesting because like Carrie wasn't very good at gravel or grass or something because she like it was the way that like Her people. Knee. Yeah, I was like, and the movements are different. And like mm -hmm. all the when you play on different courts, and I thought that was really interesting to learn about. Yeah, who knows if that's accurate, but well, I thought it was cool. So right, whatever. exactly. Yeah, we whatever. enjoyed it. If you are in for or interested in a good read and a good saga to read with a bunch of empowering women, definitely pick up this saga. Don't expect it to be like evelyn is book one daisy is book two they're oh, they're totally yeah. different stories about different women with a minor overlap they're in the same universe i would compare it maybe to john mars how he writes in the same universe and he has little tiny overlaps in between his books they're yeah. not big they're not like the same characters all the time in every single book catherine's was catherine center's kind of the same way too yeah so they're just little mm-hmm little things don't expect anything and you don't even have you know? to read them in order i would say read carrie last though but you don't have to read like i would say evan evelyn first and carrie last for sure but you don't have to read malibu and daisy in any sort of way i guess well again i don't i haven't read daisy i guess yeah definitely read evelyn first just because that's where you get introduced to a, a lot of just like, the world the big, in general yeah yeah and then, I mean, it goes in order in the sense of Evelyn's what in the... It's just a timeline. It's literally like time periods. Literal yeah. time periods. That's how it is. That's how the order is. Because Daisy like is in the 60s? 60s. Evelyn's 50s. Malibu's 70s. This is 80s, and this 90s. Is 80s, 90s, yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, this is before. Because the before is in the 60s, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, 70s, yeah. 60s, 70s. It says 1955 to 1965. But right, so that's when she was, when a, she was training. training. That's oh, when she's yeah. a kid. So yeah, it's really interesting. And then the 90s is... Wait. When she's actually the coming back. 90s is when she's back, and the 70s is when she was playing the first time around. Yeah, 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 yeah. 70s 80s and then 80s 90s but legitness yes what else so, do you have to say do you have anything else to say um if you wanna i would say go to an author event it's so fun we had a good time and bring your best friend with you it's even more fun yeah <laughs> it was a lot of fun all right i'll stop being an ass it was a lot of fun i'm glad that we went and it wasn't that far of a drive. Like, I really thought no. that I was going to be exhausted by the time I got home, and I was fine. Yeah, it really wasn't that bad. It, and I think it was because it was, like, it started at 7, and we got done at, like, 9-ish, 8 at 30. Did it? Yeah, it was early. 
I thought, it st- oh no, the doors opened at six, six. and then it started yeah, at seven. Waited, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We waited an hour. But yeah. Yep. It was fun. Go do an author event. I thought it was a really, really cool experience. Yeah. And they're, like Danielle said, they're either cheap or for free. free or- yeah. You just have to look around. It's, it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to find them, but start at your indie bookshop. Like indie yes. bookstores are what holds these events. Um, mm-hmm. So that's and- a good place to start. A lot of like like she's on a book tour right now because Carrie just came out. Yeah, so if your so, if your favorite author has released a new book, yeah, look for like look up Taylor Jenkins Reid book tour twenty twenty two or like stuff like that. You'll see, especially if they released a new book, you'll see mm-hmm. for sure. For you'll sure. find some stuff like Frederick Backman's on a tour right now because he's releasing the winners very mm-hmm. soon. So yeah, so yeah, just uh, those are the steps and yeah. So do it. So do it. Do it. And bring your best friend. Hi, bring your best friend. No, oh, this way. Right this way? Yeah. Yeah. My hand's yeah. way bigger than yours. <laughs> Here, I'll do this way. Okay. Okay. Uh, eh. All right. This is just not going to be. Yep. Anyway. Yay. So catch our uh, new episode. Well, this is our bonus episode, but our next episode's coming out on October 1st, and we're talking about Jeanette McCurdy, baby. Yeah, we'll talk about her book, and we'll announce our next book, which we already know. Do we? Because you did decide to do... You... I did decide and what we're going to do, and I told you, but I'll remind you. No, I, I have it on my TBR cart. Okie dokie. Well, yeah, we already know what we're going to read, so we will be able to announce it. Well, I don't know if we'll announce it on the pod. Maybe we'll make you guys wait. Who knows? We should but make we know. them wait. <laughs> we should make them wait. We should be like book of the month and make them wait. We should. <laughs> it's kind of fun, you know, having all this power. Yeah, and it is. I understand why book of the month does this shit then. Mm-hmm. We should. We could like even drop tiny hints too. be like, mm. well, it can't be the hint that you gave for reminders of him because everybody got it. Yeah, that was bad. That book also just had just come out. So it really did. So like, people were like, oh, I know it. Yeah. So <laughs> also, there's one, your first hint, baby. Yeah, that it's not a new book. Yeah. And it, I will will nope. tell you this. No, 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 no. <laughs> shut up. We'll tell you this hint right now. October is my birthday month. So I am choosing oh, the that's book a that good we are reading. Too. That's a good hint, too. Oh, yeah. And it's not a new book. And we both own it. Oh, that's Have fun with that. Woo! Have fun with that. There's three hints right there. I mean, come on. You don't get any more hints until the first. Fuckers. (laughs) Just call our listeners fuckers. (laughs) Yeah, well. All right. Who's ready to go to Barnes & Noble? (laughs) Me! Yay! Let's go get some books. All right. Thanks for listening, you guys. Being our friends. And we'll be back with the chaos on October October 1st. October 1st, baby! Hell yeah! Get, get get Jeanette McCurdy's book as soon as you can. Danielle, it, start reading it as soon as you can. I know. I'm going to look and see if Barnes & Noble's have it so I can freaking mark it. I yeah. feel like I need to mark it. Well. Yeah. And then I'm going to give it to you because I'm probably not going to want it. <laughs> or, okay. or we could do a giveaway. We can see how you like it first. Yeah. I'm probably not going to like it. We'll see. <laughs> who knows? I mean, who knows? I really no, I, don't know. I read books sometimes and they surprise the shit out of me. So we'll see. Anyway. On that note, we're going to go to Barnes & Noble. Yay! Bye! Bye, everyone! <laughs>